0: Hey, today we are celebrating 500 episodes. And I am just, I'm telling you. Like the things that are in your heart, you're going to have to be relentless for. And are you going to have to take risks? Yeah. Big risks, big rewards, right? Are you going to have to put yourself out there? Are you going to have to weather Some naysayers, yeah, but there is nothing comparable to you actually waking up and enjoying the majority of your days, feeling challenged in everything that you're doing, feeling aligned with your life, not feeling miserable and feeling like it's something that you need to escape, feeling like it is something that you absolutely want to be living in. And in order to do that, you're going to have to be the one that establishes what that looks like for you. And with that being said, this podcast is what it looks like for me. And we are on our 500th episode and there is not anything else I love doing more than this show, than getting to experience the world with all of you and with my family and choosing presence and myself over some version of what I was told I needed to be. Let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine, and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place, and alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. hey how are you fellow dreamers you look great can't even help it. you got that like end of the week look on you and it looks flawless i'm not even not even mad uh okay let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness come on this morning i was running Prior to getting on the show, it's a part of my show prep. uh, And I was running and running and running and running and running. And I've been telling you about my expansion of energy and how we're testing that, right? And this is my favorite place to test it because this is one of my most anger-infusing activities. When I'm not practicing energy expansion, when I'm shrinking. And so today I was like, okay, people, people see me. They've been seeing me, right? We don't have to worry. And all of a sudden I'm running and this car's coming and they're not getting over and they're not getting over. And I'm like, Oh, Oh no, 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 no. People see me. People see me. People see me and instantly. Like I'm shrinking back a little bit. Like, no, they don't see me. They don't see me. They don't see me. And Right? When I'm going in with that energy, what happens? People don't see me. I'm literally speaking it into existence. They don't see me. They don't see me. They don't see me. And as a result, they weren't seeing me. And like, last second, I'm like, nope, punch them out. Get them. Give them this energy. And I almost get ran over. And last second, I like, bail. Bail right? To the curb. But at the same time, I'm almost bailing. I send a final push of energy like (gasps) and they swerve, right? To miss me. But every second before then, as I'm saying, they don't see me. They don't see me. They're not seeing me. They're not looking up. They're not doing anything. And you're going, well, yeah, they're probably on their phone or they're distracted. They're drinking coffee. I don't know what they're doing. But like, yeah, this happens all the time. My people get ran over. You're an idiot. Please stop testing it this way. It's a great way to die. It's how rabbits get ran over, according to my dad. Like, guys, they swerved. And they only swerved and saw me when I was willing to see myself. When I said, nope, my energy is here. I am here. And boosh. Boosh, Boosh-kadoosh you done been sideswiped and they swerved so then another truck comes i'm like same thing second truck right after this car that almost ran me over and i'm like okay 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 they're gonna see they see me They see me they see me they see me (laughs) right and they're driving and maybe they're on their phone maybe they're doing something and they're not seeing me they're not seeing me and it was right after i'm like why did you bail you know, this energy works, you know, that works. You're not expanding. You're not in expansion. You're not establishing your energy first. And as a result, people are reacting that way. You shrunk, you shrunk, you shrunk, you shrunk. And so I'm running and I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Normally they've gotten in the other lane by now. Uh, I'm gonna start questioning the energy and then same exact thing. I'm like, nope. We're not questioning it. And kaboosh! I hit them with it. And they swerve last second. (laughs) Right before certain death. And I run up on the curb to save myself from certainly dying. But at the same time, I expand my energy and they swerve to miss me. Right? And then it just comes down to... When I shrink, I don't exist. When I speak my inexistence into the world, people do not see me. When I lean on that foot, I am not allowing people to experience my energy, and I am therefore allowing people to shrink and not see me. And that is of my choice and me running back on that curb and saying I don't trust it I don't trust it I don't trust it but I can right here is exact proof that I can it works when I put it to work but here I am going I don't know if they see me I don't know if they see me ditch out but let's throw that energy out there and see And you know, this is the first day, this is the first day that I have been running, that I didn't consciously expand my energy while I was running, well before, right? Running with just an energetic field around me so people are seeing me well before they come anywhere close to me. And they're pulling over blocks ahead, right? They're getting to the other side. and. Today, I wasn't consciously aware of that. And look, I almost got ran over. I am not joking. Like, I seriously was like, oh, (laughs) dive into the grass. You're going to die today. (laughs) You are certainly going to die today. And stupidly, right? Because it would be all my fault. It would be like, oh, wow, you really just, you asked for it. You don't think that people aren't going to be on your cell phone? You don't think that people aren't going to be paying attention? Really, Hannah? You're saying your energy, right? You're like expanding your force field. And that's going to be enough? That's not enough? That's how rabbits die. (laughs) I hope other people's dads say that. That's how rabbits die. Uh, Right? But I'm like, let's test it. Let's see. And it worked. It worked both times. And they were both last second curves, curves, swerves out of my way. And I questioned it, right? I bailed. But I don't, I don't have to. When I am in expansion mode, people see me. And when I retract and I retreat into old mindsets, into old ways of operation. People don't see me. And that's not because they don't want to. It's because I am not making my presence known. Nobody wants to run over someone running. That would be a terrible way to start your day. Right? You can't help it. They're distracted. But like... When I expand my energy, I become a focal point. I become someone that is not going to get ran over. I become someone worth paying attention to. But if I'm not consciously putting myself on the map, if I'm not consciously expanding my energy, people do. They walk on by. They drive right by. They drive right next to you. You almost get hit by their mirror. It's awkward. Right? And that's not on the driver. That's on me. I'm in full control of if they see me or they don't. I absolutely am. And I've been proving that all week to myself. Every single person this week saw me, felt me, well before. And the one day that I wasn't conscious of that, that I wasn't consciously putting that into motion, consciously expanding my energy into the field, I almost get ran over twice, two times in a row. Right? Because the first time I'm like, oh no. But then I'm like, no, it worked. It worked. You got to expand. But then the second time I question it anyways. Did it work? Yes. Expand. And I do it last second, and boom, swerve, miss, don't run me over, cool. And it's not just there, right? And I'm going over in my head as I'm talking about this story, and I'm thinking, like, this applies to so much more than just you running in the morning. This applies to how you react to other people in situations, to how you go into situations, to how you converse with people, to how you're putting yourself out there in the work that you're doing in this world. You aren't being seen because of the underlying conversation that you're having, because of the doubt, because of your retreat, because of your willingness to just run and retreat into old mindsets and jump on the curb and then curse people after and go, ah, You should have seen me. I can't believe no one's seeing me. I can't believe no one believes in it. No one believes or sees because you don't. Because I don't. And I'm the one that's responsible for the energy that I'm putting out there. I'm the one that's responsible for people seeing me. But I have to see myself first. Right? I have to believe that I am an energy worth expanding. So that's my great thing. I almost got ran over. Not once, but twice today. But both times I was able to save myself. And like, it sounds like the hookiest, craziest thing, but I am telling you. Like, I I really actually almost got ran over and I am not even being dramatic. And my sister sent me this picture of the squirrel dying and it was like laying flat out, but its hands were like in a prayer position. And (laughs) she said it like yesterday, I think. And she, I said, that squirrel (laughs) is my spirit animal. And she said, that's so funny because I imagined you dramatically dying like that (laughs) someday. (laughs) And like, yes, I am of the dramatics, but I am telling you, this story is true. I really thought that I was going to die two times today. And both times I was able to save myself with energy expansion that I wasn't willing to bring forth. Because a little bit I was like, no, that's not real. It's not real. And then I'm like, nope, you're going to die. So you better hope that it's real. Boom. Swerve. It was like my light projected into their eyes. Last second. Right? They couldn't see me, but they could feel me. Okay. <sighs> Let's go ahead and dive in. Today. Today marks two very significant moments in time. And I love when moments in time overlap. And I love when the universe just plays those things to you perfectly. So yesterday, my friend like last minute texted me, hey, I'm going to be in town. Let's get together. This was my friend that I used to work with at my old workplace. You may remember her, my my friend Kelly, because um, when I left my job, I talked about how significantly important she was in this journey, in this transition, in me deciding that I was going to take a risk on myself, in me deciding that I didn't, Want the things that I was told that I should want in this life, in my career, and so yesterday she texts me out of the blue, "Hey, let's get together for lunch. I'm in town. Okay, perfect. My schedule aligns with that. Let's go. Let's go get lunch." And so we have lunch, and she's sitting there, and she's like, "Your your anniversary of leaving is soon, right?" I'm like, "Gosh, I haven't even thought of that." When I when I left my job. And I was like, yeah, it's got to be close. We probably already passed it. And so she's like, you know what? Let me look. Let me look. I'm sure I have it. And sure enough, today, one year ago, I worked my final day at a corporate office job. And today is also the 500th episode of this podcast. Now that's not including bonus episodes. That's not including all of the episodes that we recorded before this, but 500 episodes. And I wouldn't have been aware that the two days lined up had my friend not like universally appeared in my life yesterday, right? The day before this show, which I was planning on just talking about the 500th episode and how amazing that is. But now it's like, It's the 500th episode and it's the day that I vowed to never go back, to start working for myself, to start working for my family, to build businesses, to start building this empire, whatever that might look like. That's what this was. That was today, a year ago today. And that journey gosh, you know, I wish that I could say that it was like, oh my gosh, everybody should leave their job. It's so magical. You're gonna love it. And I probably went at it wrong, right? Because like, Hannah, you're a podcaster. And according to, you know, a couple of people who have made comments and They're young enough that I know that they're not probably coming from them. But according to them, Hannah, you just record videos in your spare bedroom. You can't make money doing that. That's not a job. (laughs) And I just sit here and go, listen, if that's not a job, then I don't want to be employed. If there's not a way to monetize and do this thing that like honestly lights me up, lights my entire soul on fire, like preparing for this show is the coolest thing that I do. It has literally been waking me up at 3.30 a.m. for four years straight now with excitement for how I do this, for how I build this, for how I bring this to life, for what I'm going to talk about, for where I'm pulling that from. That's like a focus and a thought all day long. What am I going to say? What am I going to do? How am I going to keep growing myself? How am I going to keep growing my audience, right? How do we expand? How do we build one another? How do we live our dreams? For goodness sakes, how do we do that work? And that job people who who inspire and ignite and I wanted to do that differently right I didn't want you to read my book about when I've arrived I wanted you to be able to experience day 1 and you can it's some real nasty content I'm telling you I was real angry and spiteful for a very long time and a lot of it was recorded And there are things that I'm like, man, I wish I hadn't said that. Or man, I wish I would have recorded that differently. Or gosh, if I could go back and make it better and be recording the content that I'm recording now and be more sure of myself. And why didn't I start my podcast now? Because now I'm good. But think about it. Okay. And I, right. I don't even know that this is good yet. And you don't know. You don't know what's good. You don't know what's great. You're just going to keep Doing the things you love and you'll get better. Right? 500 shows, 500 shows at 30 minutes is 15,000 minutes. Right? And that like seems like a lot of minutes, but then you break it down to hours. It's only 250 hours and you're going, oh, well, shoot, I got more PTO banked than you got in podcasting experience. Yeah. Three years. Wait, two years? Two years straight of recording every day. 500 episodes. One job left. Entire life's possibilities, dreams changed. The impact of one step, 499 episodes ago, deciding to finally publish, deciding to finally step foot into the arena and make myself a content creator, even though I didn't know what that meant. But I wanted to create. I wanted to create something different. I wanted to come from a different perspective. I wanted to come and say, like, even if there's no reason for you to do this, right? And like, here's the thing. I don't come from an epicenter of content creators. Like, this is not California. I probably come from what I would say is one of the probably lower rated states or places of living, uh, that you could come from to do this work. So it's not like I was surrounded by people doing this and they were like, here, this is how you do that. Or yeah, this is possible for you. I would say the exact opposite. And I would say the exact opposite was continuously being fed into my ears. Like you're crazy. You can't do that. Why would you do that? Why would anyone put this much time into something? why why do you think you could do this you can't do this you're just some silly person recording videos and audio in their bedroom you're weird you're weird please stop we wish that you weren't so vocal we wish that you weren't putting this out we wish that we didn't even know you please stop it's embarrassing people can find this. You realize that, right? They can find your YouTube videos. They can find your Facebook videos. They can find your podcast. They can find all of these things. You're crazy and you just keep talking. Why won't you stop? And then worse yet, people who are actually professionals, right? Once I was at it for about a year, then people who are actually professionals would come in and they would say things like, ugh, you really shouldn't talk about that or i don't like the way that you said that or i i thought that it was good but other people really hated it and you should probably stop right and i'm just like i'm not i'm not going to stop i'm going to keep following my heart and my head and i'm going to keep choosing passion and if it keeps waking me up with as much excitement as it did the day before That I'm going to keep going. And everybody can throw whatever daggers they want. For the rest of my life. Go for it. But I'm going to keep creating. I'm going to keep going. Because I love doing it. Because other people's interpretations, even if they've listened to all of this, but they've never sat down and tried to have a conversation. and really get to know me then you don't know and you don't get to have an opinion and you don't get to come in and make a one-off comment and think that you're going to stop me 500 episodes and I will tell you right now at episode 1 through 50 an average of Two listeners per episode. Two. And then episodes fifty through a hundred, five to six. Sometimes we'd have days or weeks of ten. Right? Every day. And the crazy thing is you see those numbers and you post and you put it out there and you see it and you go, oh no, should I stop? And and people will even come in. <laughs> these are These are my favorite people. People will even come in and be like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. Why would you even do this? Why would you keep going? This isn't the right way. And you're going, yeah, I know. But like, this is the way that I see it. And this is the way that I'm bringing it to life. And I get it. I know. I know I could be doing better. And I'm trying to get better. And I'm trying to learn. And at the end of the day, I'm doing as much as I possibly can. Right? And I'm just doing the things that I love. And I love the process of building this. And I think it's the coolest thing that I've ever seen. And I love the idea of growing from an underdog and being the person that everybody made fun of. I think that that's actually a really cool thing now right? Because what happens when out of a teeny tiny town, someone comes up as a content producer, right? As someone notable, as an author, as an expert, as a whatever, fill in the blank, what happens? Well, my guess is anybody who came along who had the same feeling, like, why me? Why from right here? I can't. This is impossible. This is a silly dream to have. It's too big. It's impossible. You can't do it. You're going to be that weird person in the bedroom. Don't do it. You're going to be the weird person in your garage, right? Starting in a computer company. And everybody's going to think you're crazy. And they're going to tell you no a million times. And they're going to tell you you're insane. And eventually, you're going to find the people who believe in it. And eventually, it's all going to make sense. but you're gonna have to just keep going. And if I can be the beacon of light for someone, for some person who's sitting, I don't know where you're sitting, but you're going, nope, that couldn't be me. That couldn't be possible. I couldn't do it. I am telling you. My word is empire. That's the dumbest word that you could ever have. <laughs> I came home saying that word. I said it at a conference. I wrote it on a flag. Flag's right here it's right here. I wrote it on a flag and I thought that's a big word. That's a really big, dumb word. What are you going to build a corn palace or something in the middle of Iowa? That's going to be your empire. There is a corn palace. You should go visit it at night. I recommend at night in South Dakota, seeing the corn palace, but like what? What are you building in the sticks, right? And listen, I also want to be a beacon of hope for people who go, I don't know if I'm worth saving. I really don't have it all that bad. I'm really not recovering from something. My life is pretty good, but it's not as good as it could be. I want to wake up excited. I want to wake up, you know, like passionate and 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 like loving everything that I do, every step that I take, every move that I make. Every step you take, right? I want to wake up with that fire. I am tired of just going through life waiting to retire and die. I am tired of just blazing through my weeks so I can actually enjoy my weekend and then doing it all over again. I am tired of it. And no, there's really nothing that I need saved from but you do, right? It's just a different trap, okay? Maybe you didn't have to come up from, you know, crazy, insecure environments, but maybe you came from secure environments, and that's actually more paralyzing because it's like people like that have a choice, right? You can choose to blend in. You can choose to have a good life and and just live for the weekends and drink more white claws than you even care to talk about and and really just socialize and gossip and like that's the normal life. Or you can choose to be the weird one that people make fun of. They won't say it to your face, but they say it. And you know that because, you know, children don't lie. (laughs) They say the truth and they don't come up with that themselves. Right? So like, I see you and I hear you. And I'm sure if you've decided that your dreams are more important and that you're not going to stop until you get them and that you find yourself worthy and that you find something that you're passionate about, even if everyone thinks that you're crazy, they tell you it's impossible, that you can't, that you should just shut up, be grateful and pray more. That you find this. And that you find someone who didn't listen and will never listen. And I know what it feels like. And I've felt it. And I've brought it to this show 500 times. And every day we get a little bit stronger. And sometimes we feel weaker. But for the most part, (laughs) we're getting stronger. And I know the people who've been with it are getting stronger too. And I know that there is a domino effect of this show, of this movement, of people who are going, I know that I'm made for more, but who am I to ask for more when everything in my life has been great? Why should I? What am I fighting? Well, you're not fighting Insecurity or toxicness, you're fighting normal. It's just a different trap. But nobody's talking about that trap, right? Or it's rare. It's a rare conversation to have. But I am telling you, there is nothing better than my feet hitting the ground every morning and going, What am I going to talk about today? What do I get to talk about today? What do we think about yesterday? How do we keep the show going? How do I keep building myself stronger so that I can keep coming back and giving even more to this show? And to everybody who listened, whether you hate me, took it as fuel to judge me, or you love me, I couldn't appreciate you more. Because we could not be at 500 without somebody listening. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, if you checked out our bonus episode this week, you heard from Katarina, And she was talking all about making your dreams of traveling and owning your own business happen. And that's a dream that I hear from so many people that they have. And so go ahead and... Head on over to Katarina's podcast, Creators Abroad, where she has conversations with people who actually do that for a living. They travel the world and they own their own businesses and they are working and abundant and creative and just like changing the world. While living their dream life. So, if you want to learn how to do that, her podcast is such a great resource for that. Make sure that you go check that out. You can find it anywhere podcasts are found at Creators Abroad. Hey, you've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real listeners go to get the inside track because. We have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app, which actually helps with all of those things. Focus, relaxation, creativity. Like I utilize it in so many different ways and I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show. Because music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly kind of coming up. It helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. (laughs) It also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning, I noticed that the general frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of leveled. And we all just experienced this common calmness in all those instances where, in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs. It leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. See if you like it. See if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, (laughs) But if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. I will have the link in the show notes every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at the death of a dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there and then Hannah Nuss on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website. If you feel like it, there are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast. Um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me, let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.